Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I am your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the anxiety subreddit. Before we get into that, if you guys are new here, welcome. Basically, what I do here is I go to different uh, subreddits that have anything to do with mental health, in this case, uh, anxiety, and yeah, give you know general, as practical as I can make it advice, but I am not a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or feel free to use it in your life however you see fit. Um, but yeah, so I think anxiety is one of those, um, I don't think it's overlooked. I think it is underestimated how dangerous anxiety can be. Um, the Just because, you know, when you see depression, you typically see uh, w- where it leads, right? You, you typically see where it, where it leads in the worst of it. Um, and when people talk about anxiety, they don't exactly, you know, they don't exactly uh, see what where the worst of it happens. They typically focus on the, the, um, you know, the awkward kid, you know, and they think of it as a phase. Uh, you know, I talk about a lot about this with like with social anxiety, where we think about it as a phase, but you know, we don't exactly see it for the end stages, which you know, your your social life is is destroyed. Um, you're depressed because, and that's the other thing is a lot of, you know, anxiety and depression go hand in hand a lot of times. So, um, in fact, I, I feel like there's a strong correlation. Like typically when I find that somebody has depression, they have some type of anxiety. I, I it depends on what it is. Um, but yeah, I, uh, that's not like a generalized rule. So, you know, don't, that's more, more of my hypothesis. Cause you know, I, I have, I have social anxiety, social anxiety and uh, depression, and I've noticed that whenever I talk to somebody with some type of depression, there's usually some type of anxiety that goes with it. Um, yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. It just seems, it's just that there's a lot of interconnectedness between mental illness. So um, it's just interesting to see, and I, th- I think that's something that we have to remember as we treat mental illness is that it's there's interconnectedness with other types of mental illnesses, but also. There's interconnectedness between spiritual health, physical health, and mental health. Uh, if you aren't a spiritual person, then uh, substitute spiritual health for uh, substitute uh, social health for spiritual health. The way you and remember, this is how. If you guys are new here, this is how I um, define spiritual health. Spiritual health is your is your relationship with the universe. So um, that's the way that I look at it. Um, but social health, your your relationship with your community. You know. Um, so however you wait, whatever way you want to look at that is absolutely fine with me. But yeah, those all kind of go together because let's say we're talking about like social health, right? Um, if you're, if you have social anxiety, then you're going to let your social health just go down. And man, if you don't have a good community around you and you, you're not, um, you don't feel like you belong, uh, you can start to, uh, how do you say this? You can kind of start to drift a little bit from the path that you uh, that maybe you want to be on. So yeah, that's, that's always something to, to look out for. So, um, anyway, let's go over to the first post here. Uh, let's see what this says. Uh, the post is titled, does anyone else absolutely hate staying in someone else's home? I've always had a weird thing about my own personal space, but staying in someone, someone's home just seems like an anxiety fueled nightmare. I absolutely hate it and cho- and choose a hotel over stay, even staying with family. If given the chance, anyone else? Yeah, you know, I I ha- I I do ha- I've had um like this fear for a long time because I I had pretty bad and maybe this might be TMI for some of you guys so 
you know, I don't know if this this matters to you, but I used to have a, like a good amount of wet dreams, like at really random times. Um, and I, it, it, I never had them um, at other people's houses, but I was always afraid that what of what would happen if that would happen, right? I was just really afraid of that. So, um, you know, I <laughs> think you, you know, I'm not gonna get into what I did to make sure that didn't happen, but yeah, there, there was a lot of different things that I just remember doing that I was hoping that w- would help. Um, but yeah, I was always really afraid of that. You know, what would happen? You know, the scrutiny that would happen, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, even though I always stay around, stay like with boys, so it's not like it would have been that crazy. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, but yeah, there's also a lot of different reasons. Uh, this person had mentioned um, uh, having their own personal space. I'm 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 always a little bit curious about um, what people mean by personal space because I'm very much a in your <laughs> So even though I have social anxiety, I've always been that person that's in people's personal space. I think that's that's the other part of like social anxiety, right? Where you don't realize when people have boundaries around them. Um, I'm very much the person who breaks those boundaries over and doesn't realize it. Um, so you know, if you think, oh, I don't know how many of you watch Attack on Titan, but the very first episode where like the Titan breaks into the wall, like that's me like breaking through your barrier by. But for me, it's completely by accident. It's like. So, um, you know, it, it can be it can be difficult for some people to read those things. But when you have um, when you have this kind of idea of personal space, by the way, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If this if it's not impeding your life and it's just costing you an extra. Well, OK, hotels can be a little bit, bit much, but, you know, let's, let's be honest. But um, I don't think that's the worst thing that can happen. If it's bleeding into other parts of your life, then I would definitely um, get that fixed first. But. In terms of you not wanting to stay over at other people's places, um, that's not that big of a deal um, in the grand scheme of things, right? I'm, I'm not saying that you're like whatever this is stemming from isn't a big deal, but this is more of a symptom of something else. And even if it is like, I'll give you an example, right? I have a lot of anxiety going on roller coasters. I don't need to go on roller coasters to live my life, right? Um, so I've never, uh, listen, I, I did some roller coasters when I was younger. It's just not my, the funnest thing. Like when I go to a, a, an amusement park, I want to be amused. I don't want to be freaking scared out of my mind. Um, and some would say, oh, that's, that's related to anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely is. But, um, does it hinder my life? Not really. If I go on, if I don't go on a roller coaster or something like that, nah, not really. Um, you know, I like to go around and, you know, spend money on the, all the, uh, overpriced food at Disneyland and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, listen, I've been on roller coasters before and it's just not for me, you know? So anyway, let's go over to the, uh, next. So basically, sorry, let me just sum up what I said right there. Um, yes, your anxiety, uh, this person's anxiety should definitely, you know, be checked. But in terms of this particular problem, that's not really something that needs to be addressed unless they really think it is like, oh, I'm always traveling and, my mom always says, oh, yeah, you can stay here, but I always spend like a bunch of money for a hotel. Like, listen, if it starts to get into in the way of your life, that's when it should definitely be addressed. But if it's something that's that you can avoid, like, oh, you don't like scary movies, like, you know, that's fine. You don't have to watch scary movies. So anyway, let's go to the next post here. What's a TV show or a movie that helps you with your anxiety? Uh, you know, I so I really liked uh, there's an anime that's out on Netflix right now. If you want to check it out, it's called Comey Can't Communicate. And it's all about a girl, a young girl with social anxiety who's completely misunderstood. 
Uh, a lot of people think that she is a, I, I just did a, oh, I didn't do a video about this on mental health casual. Uh, you have to check out anime casuals, but uh, anyway, um, I, I did a video about it, but you know, it's, it's just this young girl who's very pretty, very proper, but everybody thinks of her as this God goddess or something like that. And, but they, and she never speaks, but nobody ever really asks her about it. And finally one day a kid figures out like, Oh, are you not good at, speaking to people and that's exactly what it is so her goal is to make 99 friends or 100 friends something like that uh it's just a really adorable show and i i i think that's i think it's just such a, a special um it's really cool to see an anime like tackle such a big subject because one of the things that the anime says in the very beginning is uh people with social anxiety want it it doesn't mean that they don't want these these uh, human connections it's just that they're afraid of engaging in in human inter interaction so it seems like they're rude or it seems like they're um, they're standoffish, but it's just that they're a little too anxious to um, engage in some of those things. So um, that's a good TV show uh, in terms of like other ones, maybe uh, maybe in terms of I, I would probably say anything that would keep your mind off of things. Uh, something like, uh, you know, I, I remember I used to watch like a lot of Parks and Rec, uh, Parks and Recreation. Um, that was a pretty good TV show. See, it, it had like an inner inner. Um, it had a storyline, like an overarching storyline, but it, you could also watch each episode individually for the most part, as long as you had a basic understanding of each character. And it was kind of like a standalone thing. Now, granted, it, like I said, it did have an overarching storyline, but for the most part, it was just really, uh, it, it, it had a lot of really good um, comedy in it. So I, I always suggest like whenever somebody has a lot of um, anxiety that they watch something um, that's funny, but doesn't like make them think too much. Um not saying that uh, Parks and Rec doesn't have some like intellectual stuff in it. It's just that it's it, it, you know at a basic level you could laugh at it, right? Um, but yeah, things like that would probably be pretty good. Um, if you're into Saturday Night Live, I you know you go watch that. I, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, it. It's got a little stale for me over the years. So uh, just because I I am like partial to the to the not the original cast, but like the maybe like the early uh, sorry uh, late '90s, early 2000s, uh, like with Will Ferrell and all of them. Um, and ever since then, I just don't think they've been doing as good, but that's just my opinion. Um, so yeah, and, and like anything like that, um, I don't typically, <laughs> you know, it's weird. I I've known people that watch scary movies that have high anxiety and I never understood it. I never understood it, but if it works for you, if for some weird reason it works for you, maybe it's some type of catharsis uh, that you're getting out. I'm not really quite sure, but, uh, whatever it is that helps you out, it, it, it helps you out. So um yeah like i said comedy for me is usually like the the main thing also comey can't communicate is a comedy it's very funny um but it does definitely does have its uh, good moments in there um but yeah let's go to the next post here just threw up at work starting to feel like i'm not uh i'm not able uh suitable for a normal job so i work as an engineer in construction understaffed and under pressured last few weeks i've been vomiting sometimes at work getting chest pains and not sleeping well today i vomited and decided to go home saying it was because of my upset stomach Really starting to feel like I'm incapable of handling the pressure of a job. Just feel pathetic about it all, to be honest. I don't, I just don't feel, sorry, I just don't know what to do. Am I ever going to be able to just do work without being miserable? Took medication, which usually helps, but not this time. Meant to try and do some work from home, but might just sleep it off instead. Thanks. Really needed to vent. Um, it could be. Um, by the way, I mean, it could be in, in the sense that maybe you're not, um, maybe you're not meant for this kind of high, high pressure job 
or maybe you just had put a lot of like too much pressure put on you in the beginning. Give you an example, right? If you go to the gym and you try and lift a hundred pound dumbbells on each arm for a bicep curl, uh, you're probably going to tear your bicep. However, if you work steadily up to it, you can, well, I mean, it might take years to get there, but you know, you, you might be able to eventually do it, or maybe you have to stop at 70 or 50 or 40 or 30 and that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, you, you might be taking on too much work. I've heard of people who overwork and that those are some of the, some of the symptoms, um, you know, chest pains, especially they're not sleeping well because your anxiety and you know, obviously we're on the anxiety subreddit. So I'm assuming this is why you put it on there. Um, but yeah, the anxiety can, can get to you because you're, th you're just, you can't get your head off of the job, right? Um, it's just all encompassing and maybe it's not something exactly that you're like fond of. Dude, I can talk about mental health and anime all day. It's very simple for me. I can literally talk like if somebody brought up something, uh, like if they wanted to know about my mental health history, I could, I, I have it, I have it on lock, dude. I got the, <laughs> I got the, the sentences when to pause, like I got that speech down. But, um, you know, if, if maybe you're doing something that you don't like as much and, you know, who knows, like I said, you're talking about, you say you're understaffed and you're under pressure. So, um, that could be a lot of it as well. I used to find that with my old job, um, uh, my, my first job uh, at Home Depot, right. Uh, we were constantly either un we were either understaffed and, but whenever we got regular staff, they'd say we were overstaffed. So then they'd pull more people out of our department and I'd be like, damn it. I even got pulled out of our department for that one time. Uh, so yeah, it, it can be kind of tough. And then I ended up in a department with there where there was only, pretty much only like two of us uh, who did a lot of the work and it was, it was pretty bad. I mean, by the way, the other coworker was great. Um, it was just, it was a lot of work for two people to deal with. So um, yeah, maybe you're not, maybe you're just not suited for this type of work. It really depends, man. Like, uh, like I, I know that I can probably do retail again, um, but I'd probably prefer to do something in receiving, um, not dealing with, I, I, I don't really like to deal with people as much. Um, I can deal with them, but, uh, it's not something exactly that I want to, um, it's not exactly something that I'm like looking forward to each day. Right. Um, whereas, you know, some people who work in like human resources, man, God bless you guys. <laughs> that, is, that is an amazing, uh, it's amazing that I, you know, when people are able to do that, so. Um, but in turn, you know, maybe you might want to try and figure out how to work with, uh, well, you said you're an engineer in construction, so you're not working with people anyway. Um, so yeah, just try and figure out like, uh, just, just for everybody out there, figure out what works well for you. You know, I personally don't really want to be working with people when I'm in, you know, when I'm in whatever position I'm in, even though obviously I did interviews on here, that's a little bit of a different kind of thing. So maybe I found a caveat in that, um, but yeah, I mean, listen, those are all pretty bad signs of, of physical health. And remember how we talked about physical health and social or spiritual health and mental health being all being interconnected. Well, yeah, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big indicator right there that something's out of whack there. So um, definitely get it checked out and, um, you know, figure out if this is something that you want to continue. I would say maybe give it another week. Uh, if it can, if it persists, then probably think about trying to change, trying to, you know, trying to do a change. It doesn't mean you have to quit on the spot, but maybe start looking for something, uh, looking for something else. Right. Uh, it just depends on your person, on your, uh, circumstances as well. Right. Like, is, do you need this job? Um, all that kind of stuff. So best of luck to you. I really hope that you're able to, um, get your physical health in check because that is, uh, that's a really worrying sign that you're vomiting this much. 
Um, by the way, people people overlook the the fact that you know, or the the vomiting thing, but um, I knew somebody who was bulimic and they destroyed their um, their throat uh, because of the the stomach acid coming up. So uh, be really careful with that stuff. Anyway, let's go to the next post here. What? Oh, okay, this is interesting. So what's the game that helps you clear your mind? So a little bit like the TV one. Um, yesterday I posted uh, I posted a post asking what's a TV show or movie that helps with your anxiety. Oh, is this the same person? Wait. Oh, it is. It totally is the same person. What? It's a, oh, 18 hours ago. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. And since I got so many replies, I'm doing another post, but this time I'm asking for uh, what's the game that helps you clear your mind. Interesting. Um, so, you know what? I've heard a lot of people, um, actually, funny enough, it's the first comment. Uh, Animal Crossing is what I've heard a lot of people do. It's kind of, I've, I've never played it, so I don't really know. Uh, but I think it's more like you, it's like you build a community, build a city and gather materials and stuff. Uh, another one that I think would be pretty good for a lot of people is Minecraft. It's not a bad, uh, like I, I found that whenever I was, uh, I do, well, quote unquote, research for people. I remember when I had, um, who do I have on my show? I had somebody on my show and I, I ended up like playing Minecraft while listening to their podcast to get an idea of what uh, what the content was and get an idea of what uh, what to ask them and stuff. And I found that it actually calmed me a lot because, you know, I don't know if you ever heard like the the soundtrack to Minecraft, but it's very, very calming. It's really it, dude. There's just so much about it. That's just super, uh, super. um uh, whatchamacallit, it, 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 it reminds me of like lo-fi music. By the way, lo-fi music is another thing that I highly recommend anybody uh, try out. Um, it, it, it's free. You know, you can go on YouTube and there's like a there's like a uh, what like a little anime girl like doing homework and stuff that uh, that they have on their thumbnail. And it plays like 24-7. Wonderful stuff. It really helped me a lot. So, um, but yeah, in terms of video gaming for me, um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I should. Uh, okay, so I play like right now. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas again. Um, I don't know. There's something about it because I know so. I like I, I know how to play it now. I've played through it like five five or six times throughout my life, so I know roughly how the game goes. But at the same time, I I'm trying to think of some other ones because I I used to like playing fighting games, but then I got really annoyed. Uh, so I, I would just say anything that, uh, you can play that doesn't get you, you know, super, uh, emotional about it. Right. I mean, cause Grand Theft Auto, the games, they always have that one mission, you know, that flying mission or some BS like that, that just screws with you. Uh, that sucks. So, um, you know, you maybe want to play something a little bit smoother, but Animal Crossing I've heard is pretty, uh, uh, pretty soothing you just want to be careful about using it too much because you know you could end up spending hours on it that's why i didn't say skyrim although skyrim for me uh was definitely what well, it actually helped me a lot during the pandemic because i didn't have anything to do everything was freaking closed um i was on furlough from work I, I just didn't know what to do um and so yeah that was around the time i think that might have been around the time that i started back up doing youtubing and then roughly a little bit after that is when i started mental health casual so um, this was before I had my podcasting and my YouTubing to do, but yeah, uh, Skyrim is good. It just, dude, the hours went by, dude. My mom would go to work in the morning and she would come back from work and I'd still be playing the same freaking game, dude. It's got, it was actually kind of sad to be real with you, but if you can control yourself and you can play, you know, a couple hours here and there, then I'm sure Skyrim is great for you. So, 
Uh, let's go to the next post here. Someone else stuck in a circle, uh, quote, uh, quote, my stomach hurts, so I worry about it, and then my stomach hurts more, end quote. I always had stomach aches from my anxiety, and I saw that pattern when the pain was really bad. I would stress out about it, and then it would be even worse. I always thought I was just making it up and went to the doctor, and he told me, indeed, my pain was from stress. It's funny because even knowing that I still stress out, it's because it's something else and I'm stuck in a circle of stomach pain. Someone else? Yeah. So um, for people that aren't aware about uh, the the there, there is a tie between um, there's a tie between your gut health and your brain health uh, and your brain health or your your gut and your brain. There's a connection there. Uh, let me read you this from ADAA.org. I don't know what ADAA means. Uh, Anxiety and Depression Association of America. So it sounds pretty important. <laughs> uh, so this is a little snippet from them. It says, stomach problems are one of the most common symptoms of stress and anxiety. Researchers have, have identified a powerful connection between the gut and the brain. Like the brain, the gut is full of nerves. It contains the largest area of nerves outside the brain with the digestive tract and the brain sharing many of the same nerve connections. So... It's very connected right there. So when you talk about butterflies, it, that's a real thing that, that, that happens. So, um, and, you know, in terms of the, the stomach stuff, um, I would suggest maybe doing things that challenge you a little bit more. Not, not saying that you have to go into the most anxious thing ever, but uh, doing things that maybe you're a little anxious about. I think that, you know, at least I don't know if you guys have this, but for me on anxiety, there's, there's typically like a hierarchy of anxiety. So, um, speaking to people on the phone is pretty high up there. That's why I haven't called one of my cousins yet. Uh, <laughs> um, but going to the store and talking to an employee, that's kind of low on the anxiety level. Cause I know they're, I mean, they're paid there to be, to be there. So, uh, you know, it, it's not nearly as anxiety inducing as me trying to get somebody else to take time out of their busy day to, to indulge me. So, um, so yeah, um, in terms of, uh, this, uh, listen, I'm just going to be real with you. It's all like with things with anxiety. It's mostly about exposure. It's, it's mostly about exposing yourself to whatever it is that you're dealing with. Um, you know, and I think that, and it doesn't mean you like, listen, if you see, well, I'll give you an example, right? I saw a very disturbing image the other day. I, I, I don't know why I keep doing this, dude. I'm watching like wildlife stuff and I keep watching stuff on Komodo dragons. Don't, don't look up Komodo dragons. They're, they're terrible monsters. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I see them doing some terrible stuff to a deer or a goat, and then it just, it's stuck in my mind forever. Um, so instead, I've had to accept, right? Because, you know, the thing that my brain wants to do is tell it, it's like, no, this didn't happen. It never happened. Get away from me. Um, instead, I had to accept, listen, this is what happens in the wild. Um, it's unfortunate that this particular deer is in this situation, but it is what happens. And unfortunately, it is, uh, it, it is the circle of life, right? If you want to think about it that way. Um, so it's more like reasoning with myself and and making sure that I um, understand the circumstances behind it. Because I think that a lot of times when you have anxiety, it it tends to exacerbate or um, what's the, what's the other word for that? Uh, it tends to you tend to uh, exaggerate. I don't know why I said the first word, but you tend to exaggerate the 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 um, circumstances of whatever you're anxious about. So it ends up being a lot worse than it actually really is. So at least for me, I have, um, you know, I, I had to kind of like deal with that. Cause I was seeing like images of this poor deer getting wrecked by this Komodo dragon, like in, like while I was trying to go to sleep. And, you know, I just realized that I was like, okay, hold on. Like, listen, 
when this image comes up in your head again, let's address it. And it, I did. And, you know, sure, it still comes back every now and then. It, it doesn't look right. But, uh, you know, I've, I've talked myself down a little bit from it. Um, so whenever you, you are going through something, um, it's better to deal with the problem. Now, I'm not saying everybody should go on to Discovery Channel and look at, like, Komodo dragons wrecking deers or goats or anything like that to experience some type of strengthening exercises no you don't have to go out there and traumatize yourself i just happened to have been looking up on wildlife things and i got clickbaited into something um but you know whatever you're dealing with right you have to accept uh the circumstances for what they are and then you know uh is it something that you really need to do maybe you need to go to the dmv maybe you need to go do this maybe you need to go do that um then it's probably worth uh doing that so um, in terms of like anxiety and, and, and your stomach and stuff, that's just, it just comes with anxiety. Trust me. There are many times where I wanted to like throw up before, uh, going on the air with like some of the people that I was, uh, talking to on my podcast. But, um, yeah, at least with, uh, with me, typically what it was, it would be usually I'd have to take a piss a lot. Um, I remember I went to, a I I went to this, uh, talent show for my work and I was so nervous that I ended up having to go, go take a, uh, go, go pee, go to the bathroom. Like every single, I just kept going to the bathroom. I just kept coming back, going back, going back, going back. Then my, 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 uh, mouth would get dry. So then I'd be drinking water the whole time. I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is exhausting. But then once I drank water, I had to go pee again. It was, it was pretty ridiculous. I, I drink like two sips of water and I have to go pee. It was, it was kind of crazy. Um, anyway, let's do one more post here. Cause this is something I can relate to. Uh, taking Zoloft. Does anyone here take Zoloft? It's been really hard for me to do everyday tasks like cleaning, making dinner, eat, uh, eating balanced meals. I'm wondering if Zoloft will help me help make me do my normal tasks. How long does it take to work? Took 25 milligrams for seven days. And now I'm now about three days in with 50 milligrams. and I don't feel much different. My house is a mess, like hoarder levels. It's so bad, but I can't bring myself to do anything. So just a reminder for people, typically what I, um, this, this was uh, true for me. Typically what I hear is that antidepressants take roughly about a month. It could take a little bit less depending on, I think it's depending on your metabolism, but for me, it took about a month and yes, you have to stay on them that entire time. You can't just skip a day or else it screws everything up. Um, and yeah, it, it, for me, it took roughly about a month and a half. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, now I also were taking, was taking antipsychotics that, kind of came a little bit faster but in terms of uh, Zoloft that took about a month month and a half um, and it, it's not going to just be seven days though it, it, it takes it takes a little while okay um, so uh, when you're I, I'm trying to remember how much that is. is that like I think is that like two tablets I'm not co completely sure off the top of my head or that, now that I'm thinking about it um, for me it definitely helped I will say this and I always like to make this caveat with uh, antidepressants is listen, I did get a little bit, uh, uninspired. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of, for me, it kind of cut me off from some of the baser emotions, which I think I needed a break off of anyway. Um, but once I got off of antidepressants, I was actually really happy because it was the first time in a while that I was able to like truly cry and feel something. So, um, you know, just remember that if you are an artist, it, 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 it will, it could help you. It could also hurt you, so maybe figuring out the dosage would be great um, to talk to your psychiatrist about or your, whatever doctor is prescribing you this. Um, but yeah, in terms of, like, at least for me, um, I, it was definitely a break from my emotions that I needed. So that, that's the best way that I can put that. 
Um, also, be careful. Uh, Zoloft for me it was the thing that took away a lot of my libido. So uh, be be kind of careful. It wasn't libido. It was actually a little bit more of just performance issues. So uh, might be also something to look into as well. So anyway, guys, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.